0: This episode of the Rolling Thunder podcast is presented by Mossy Oak Camouflage, because everything is better in bottomland And Lucky Duck Premium Decoys, Masters of Deception. What's up, Mr. Rob Kenny?
1: Scott, how you doing?
0: I'm well, how are you?
1: Man, I'm doing great. We're at... Spence is here on the back porch, and it's a glorious spring evening.
0: I hear you; it's uh, rather nice here as as well.
1: Mm. Did you put everybody to bed?
0: Uh I don't. I'm I'm solo in the house tonight. Me and the I, dogs.
2: Well, I wasn't asking about your family. I was asking.
0: About your <laughs> <birds>. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't ventured out. I um. You know, I'm going to slip out behind the house. I think Carter Dupree is going to bring his wife here in the morning, and we're going to try to maybe get her on our first bird. Oh, heck yeah. Um, so so we'll see, but I'm going to poke it behind the house here when we get off the telephone and Sounds see good. what I can't find.
2: Sorry, we're a couple minutes late. We, we've we been sitting down the barn uh, partaking in a few malted adult beverages, and mm-hmm. uh, I forgot again that you don't have an iPhone because we have Wi-Fi in the barn, but no cell phone signal.
3: And so the moment that we
2: gave up on calling you, we walked out of the barn, and it was like, ding, ready whenever. It was like, what the heck?
0: <laughs> well, I uh, I called you. I got I got back. I had to meet with a landowner and a contractor doing some work for us and got back here to the house. And I uh, it was about 5 o'clock, and I called, and it went to your voicemail, and then I sent the text. Okay. I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to lay down on this sofa for a few minutes.
2: (laughs) That boy, (laughs) well earned. Well, it looks like we didn't miss you by too much then. No, no. Well, good deal. Well, uh, I guess we really wanted to just talk to you because we're kind of, the agenda for today was to hash out the LCTI and the Game Bird Foundation and kind of give you a little spotlight. Uh, Man, I, I just have to tell you, I'm totally stoked about the money that was raised, and I mean, having fun and raising money for turkey research is a pretty cool deal. Can we do that again next weekend?
3: <laughs> oh man,
0: uh, <laughs> man, I tell you, when when soon as it comes and then it goes, and, and, and the last guests leave on Sunday, I miss it. I miss it. I miss it.
3: Yeah,
2: yep.
0: and and uh, it it's kind of such a fun weekend, and
2: it really is. Um,
0: I just just can't soak it in enough.
2: Yep. Yep. So what, why don't you kind of, I mean, Rob and I obviously have a pretty good handle on the Invitational and the Game Bird Foundation, but kind of for our audience, walk them through the life of the Invitational and how the Game Bird Foundation came about and give us a little history.
0: So the, 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 the Turkey Invitational actually started as the Savannah River Turkey Invitational. It had boundaries set where you could hunt. You had to be in the Savannah River Basin. It was pretty restrictive, but it, it it never took off. It was originally set up as a fundraiser for Paul Timber's South Carolina Quail Project. Okay, and I did not host it the first year. The first year it was out at uh, Groton Plantation at Caesar's Camp. Huh. I want to say we had maybe eleven teams. The that's where Groton five, is,
2: where the the Airbnb we stayed in, right? Or the, the house that we were right, in, right?
0: Right beside there, correct? Okay. Mm-hmm. And so it never really took off. I, I pushed it, and I, I I continued to support it. Um, I hosted it the second. I I posted it every year, but the first year. Okay. So so I'm ten years in on hosting this event at this point. Well, it never really took off. We, while it was a benefit for Tall Timbers, I don't know that we ever had more than maybe 15 or 16 teams. I'll have to look back at at, at the records. But <clears throat> excuse me, when I thought about this thing, and I called Joe Hamilton up, who <clears throat> is. Uh, y'all know, is the founder of the Quality Deer Management Association. And I asked Joe if he would be interested in in setting this up as a QDMA fundraiser. Of course, he said yes. And then I got the blessing of uh, Gerald Scholler. Gerald is the one that started this first event, who no longer at the time worked for Tall Timbers. And he said, yeah, that's, that's, that sounds great. Well. The first year as a QDMA event, I think we at least doubled our participation, Mm. and then it just snowballed from there. Mm. And obviously, QDMA is no more. They have merged and are now the National Deer Association, and I owe a lot of uh, gratitude and respect to Joe Hamilton for helping get this started. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, when I called Joe to tell him about uh, creating the game bird foundation i was I was very nervous because I've known Joe my whole life and but he uh, Joe was very uh, supportive and gracious of, of of what we had done for qdma and the money that had gone to qdma over the years and was very supportive and and gave me a pat on the back for, for, for pushing all of this. Yeah, and so he's been he's been very then, involved the
2: last few years. Yes,
0: Present. he has, and he that was, speaks and, highly of him. Yep, and and Joe uh, Joe was still involved in the event this year. Mm-hmm. And so over the years, we were thinking of of how we could move this into really. Putting money into turkey research, and and that's when I came up with the idea of starting the foundation. Um, I really thought about it a lot since the 2021 event,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and finally got the ball rolling and started the Low Country Game Bird Foundation, uh, which is the uh, obviously a, a nonprofit, <clears throat> and will here forward be. Uh, the organization that will benefit from the funds raised from the Turkey Invitational. Now those, those funds uh, will predominantly go to support Turkey research specifically.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, You know, we down the road once, maybe once we get a handle on what's going on with turkeys, we can spread our wings a little bit and maybe we, put some research towards morning uh, research mm-hmm. or uh, waterfowl or woodcock or mm-hmm. something else. Yeah. But for right now, I think turkeys are what's on everybody's mind.
2: Mm-hmm. They need our help the most right now. It seems like.
0: Absolutely.
2: Um, it, it, I think that's fantastic and interesting all at the same time. I mean, it's, it, I've been a part of a lot of different things at some level, but it, I have to admit that one of the things that was the most fun about this was that for several years now I've followed, you know, Dr. Mike Chamberlain. I met him at your place, you know, a year yep. and a half ago. And, and, but then to be a part of something that actually gave money directly to one of his research projects, or, you know, it, it just kind of connected, connected all. everything yeah. in a yep. way that yep. going to a DU banquet or a Delta banquet. I mean, I know that your funds do good work, you know, through that, mm-hmm. but sure. Uh, it's really cool to feel like you're kind of on the front lines.
1: Well, then you get to watch his research, too, that he does, and you're like, yeah, yeah, we yeah. helped with that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Yep, yep, and, uh, you know, to have him stand up, and, and FYI, I met him for the first time at the event last year,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and we've stayed connected, and, and, and I spoke with him several times about, okay, how are these funds going to go from the foundation directly to your research, and he stood up two weeks ago at, at the Invitational and explained that to everybody, mm-hmm. how these are uh, private funds that, that we can we can get into an account that are earmarked specifically and only for his research,
3: mm-hmm.
0: which he explained to everyone, and that's, that's pretty amazing that, uh, I also- that everybody can see that.
2: Yeah. And Scott, I thought one of the coolest things he said, I'd never thought about it, but you know, being in his world where you apply for a grant, you, you know, I don't know what the turnaround time is, but let's say it's six months, you get approved for a grant. By the time you actually get any of that money, you're probably what? Six, nine, 12 months removed from when you actually were really thinking about it and applying for the grant and all that kind of stuff. And so things change, right? The price of stuff That's goes right. up. At, at a ju- or the I mean, scope
1: yep. of your research changes. Yeah. Or so
2: yeah. even learn if he, things from a previous pro I mean, there's just yeah. so many dynamic situations that being able to give him unrestricted funds, as he was talking about, just gives him yep. the ability to set another trap. Or if he has a failed trap, go buy some more corn or what, you know, just yeah. like, I don't remember all the examples yep. that he gave, but sitting there listening to him, I just was kind of like, dang, I never really thought about, how many times, you know, in, in just normal life you make a discretionary decision because the variables change and it has to be that way in turkey research, yeah. you know?
0: Yep, yep, yep. It's uh, pretty amazing. Or GPS transmitters go mm-hmm. up 25% over the last 18 months. Yeah. And, and realistically, it's probably, I mean, he's probably 18 months, two years from the time that, that yep. he actually applies to where things come to, and, yep. um, yeah, it's, it's, it's,
2: I guess it, it, it's it, pretty just, amazing. it really, it really makes the value of those unrestricted funds, you know, from an event like this so much, so pivotal in what he's doing. I mean, it, 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 it yep. uh, anyways, I, I think that that's pretty cool. And just to be a part of that, we, we're grateful to mm-hmm. be present and feel like we had a front row seat to it and kudos to you for champion in the cause. I mean, we live in a time. Well, when I tell you,
0: we you know since it started, and and several guys stepped up to to sit on the board the first couple of years, and we've talked and we've discussed and how to grow this, and we talked about a number of things, and and something that happened uh, Friday when when. People were were leaving after the, the award ceremony and that kind of thing. I had two guys come up to me and say, "Hey, we would like to host another event up in the Midlands if oh, you'd wow. be interested in doing that." And that's something we actually discussed was having another event somewhere. Wow! And I said, "Of course, so we'll 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 be talking and uh, you know the the opportunity to." to to double what we did, or or triple, or mm-hmm. you know, we start talking about sending you yeah, know, and just to involve, numbers to to, yeah. uh, to Mike Chamberlain for research. Man, that's that's big.
2: And just to involve a hundred people instead of fifty, or you know, yep. two hundred instead of one hundred. You know, like to double yep. the not only the dollars raised, but the the people that it impacts because yep. that's valuable. Uh.
0: You know, I think this uh, this platform has the opportunity to be very impactful to not only raising money, but, um, you know, teaching young people how to hunt turkey, mm-hmm. um, bringing, bringing new life into the, into the, the sport, into hunting, um, teaching these young kids about the, the research, you know, it's more, it's more than just the, the hunting part, the killing,
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, that, that's been pretty cool with, with my kids, uh, particularly, um, and hooking her up, uh, Jane, particularly my, my mother, Kate doesn't, doesn't care to hunt much, but, um, sending her links where she can, she can see Mike Chamberlain's Turkey Tuesday or. She can listen to a podcast where he's talking about biology or, or what have you, uh, you know, bringing them in to, to, to this world beyond just the going and hunting part is, is, is pretty amazing.
2: Mm -hmm. I agree with you and, and, and the relationships it connects as well, you know, for, I know for Maddie knowing that there's a teenage girl in South Carolina who goes turkey hunting with her dad. I mean, that sounds really simple,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but but that's impactful, man. You know, like yep. normalizing yep. it for our kids and, and normalizing, I mean, normalizing killing stuff is one thing, but normalizing the fact that we care about the next generation as much as we care about killing one tomorrow. Yep. I mean, that's, that's profound for our kids. And I, I really appreciate the opportunity to just be involved in that.
0: Well, it was, uh, good times and it can't come back, uh, around, uh, in 2020, soon enough. Yeah. That's right.
2: Yeah. I, you know, the other thing I just want to say is a kudos to you is, uh, you're a, you're, you know, you're a great guy and a simple guy in so many respects. I think it's neat to be able to call out and, um, I, you know, we live in a time where the world's big and we all kind of don't think about, doing things that have an impact mm-hmm. you know like we look back at history and we notice the people who had an impact but I don't think those people who had a big impact you know I don't think when Rex Dockery was or, or Rex Hancock was arguing with the Corps of Engineer about how the Cache River was channelized I don't think he was thinking man, if I do this well, someday somebody's going to name a WMA after me, you know. <laughs> I think he was just literally trying to act on yeah. what he thought was right, you 100%. know, and, yep. and and do good about something he cared about, and and I, I see that in you. I don't think that you're trying to make a name for yourself or have a book published or a plaque somewhere someday. I mean, I, I genuinely see in you. You care about the turkey and the future of it and, and other game birds, but – um I, I say that as a pat on the back to you, but also just as an inspiration to other people that hey it's, it's not rocket science it's not that hard to get out there and do something good, you know participate in an event or get involved because there's others like yours out there and
0: mm-hmm. well, thank you and uh you know this i I love the the fellowship, the camaraderie and uh, the, the hunting and, uh, you know, it, it just, it all comes together and, mm-hmm. and meeting new people, particularly at this event, like, like y'all, you know, the, the crowd that y'all brought and we had uh representation from multiple states at this event. And Pretty cool. it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's That's very cool. cool. And, and, and once again, it's very impactful on these young people, children of ours. Yeah. yeah. It teaches, teaches them a lot about life beyond the hunting part.
2: No doubt. No doubt. Well, yeah. well, thank you for all your hard work. Um, I'm certain you're getting paid a healthy hourly wage from the game bird <laughs> foundation for all, of your, <laughs> for all of your toil. And, uh, uh, no, I'm kidding, but we really appreciate your hard work. Appreciate you being a gracious host and, um, just, you know, Again, grateful to be a part of it and just want to tell you, thanks so much for all that you do.
0: Well, thank y'all and uh, look forward to hopefully seeing y'all again here pretty soon and yeah, obviously we'll stay in touch, but um, hopefully that time we get to shake hands and and, and share a blind or uh, oak tree will come around sooner than later. That's Mm -hmm. right.
1: Scott, is there a way that people can follow along with what the Low Country Game Bird Foundation is doing or contribute?
0: Well, currently currently we don't have a, a website set up, and, okay. and maybe we'll be getting to that, but we uh, uh, have created an Instagram, which is Low Country Game Bird Foundation, Okay. and uh, we'll be making some posts along and along on there, but uh, as this thing grows, I surely expect that we'll expound on that and, and branch Definitely. out a little bit. Definitely.
1: Yep. Cool. I just want to make sure you got that out there so people could follow along and so it could continue to grow.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: All right. Well, good deal. I Very hope that. Very
0: good, fellas. Well, y'all keep, um, y'all keep uh, working on these birds now while well, you travel. I,
2: I hope, I just want to say, I hope that you kill a bird in the morning because you've probably got the most worthy participant in the morning that you've had, in tow in a long time i mean carter dupree's wife it must be a saint to be married to carter
0: and oh my gosh yeah. for this to be yeah. her first bird
2: nobody deserves one nobody that's <laughs> killed a bird at oak grove this year deserves it more than she does so. and i don't know if you saw <laughs> his
1: his story today of him chasing her with a lizard oh but, yeah, yeah oh, but I saw that, that just, that yeah, just adds I saw to it, it. Yeah. so Bless oh, her man. Oh, man. yeah yeah and good yep. luck to y'all in texas as well
0: yep Yep, Thank you very much. We're going to need it. And, uh, but it's, uh, it's about the girls and good. we are, Bennett and I are pretty jacked up. So oh, man, looking awesome. forward to it.
2: Well, good deal. Safe we'll travels. Keep, we'll
0: keep you posted. All right. All right. buddy. Thank you, fellas. We'll good talking talk to, you to you y'all. <laughs> good
2: talking to you. We'll so, see yeah. ya. Bye. And that's awesome. All around good dude. Oh man. Best. I mean, Scott's just a salt of the earth. Just as good as they come. So I, 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 I seriously, like, I, I I love talking to people who do big things for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you talk to people who do big things, and they sort of know they're doing big things, and they're kind of grandstanding about it. Yeah. Scott's the quintessential, like, he's just doing good things out of the goodness yeah. of his heart. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't need any notoriety. He doesn't really care if anybody else pays attention. I mean, it's – I mean, and, geez louise, 45 grand,
1: you know, just – having a fun weekend together in the first year of it's bad to the bone. It really is cool. And it was special. And one of the things is I feel like sometimes when you do a benefit or, you know, one of these banquets or one of these things, it's kind of a pretense to do other things, (laughs) (laughs) whether it's, you know, having a party or doing other stuff. But this entire, the whole time we were there, People were talking about the Low Country Game Bird Foundation. People were talking about the research. Or yep. That there was a kind of a side pot conversation that Dr. Chamberlain was having with somebody that, you know, we just got to kind of eavesdrop on and yep. be a beneficiary of. I mean, it was just cool just to kind of – it was very much tied into what we were doing and mm-hmm. not just that, oh, yeah, 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 we're going to go do this and have a bunch of food and whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, we just raise really some money for this. Yep. It's like It felt like it was, like, very much intentional. On point. The whole – yes. Yep. The whole everybody time, was and I really mission, appreciated that mission
2: oriented. And you know, and and in chapter seven that we're going to drop this week, yeah, that one of the things Scott said that I had not thought about, but is very true. After I've been twice now to the invitational, and there are so many people that participate in the invitational sandbag their birds trying to kill yep. the biggest bird. Yep, and Scott says in his interview, it's so cool, like you know. At first blush, you think, oh, you know, these guys are just trying to win. But there's no real prize to win. I mean, you win a box call, which is yeah. it's a beautiful box call. From and a little Riddle bit of bragging rights. Some bragging rights. And you win a little, you know, WWE, you know, turkey champion belt. But but what the spinoff of that, of everybody kind of getting behind, hey, let's try to kill the biggest most mature bird, the spinoff of that is there's a heck of a lot of birds that walk the first two and a half or three weeks of the South Carolina season. Yep. And I, my mind was just blown. Because here I'm, like, I've been reading all this that Chamberlain has written about not shooting the dominant bird and it resetting the cycle. And, you know, Scott's like, yeah, you know, one of the cool side benefits is when you get 50 people or 50 teams of two.
1: Yeah. Waving and letting the big
2: birds walk, like, the first couple weeks of the season. Like, huh. That might actually have a breeding impact. And that's not yeah. legislated by later season dates. It's not legislated by lower bag limits or yep. higher license yep. fees. It's like it's legislated by, hey,
1: you can win a WWE style <laughs> you know, wrestling belt
2: and a box call that's from right. Red Oswald. You that's know? right. Well and it's funny
1: too. I mean, even if somebody only wants to win it. Yep. Right. And they don't it even know. It creates care about good co- for other people. That's exactly. what I'm getting. At. Exactly yeah, it, it's kinda like I don't know. It's capitalism. Yeah, there's it, multiple. It harnesses, like, our intentions and uses it for yeah. good. And he, you're like,
2: cool. When he said that, I was sitting there, I was like, I felt like that meme where it's like the Jedi mind tricks. I was yeah, like. you're
1: like, wait. Hey, hold on.
2: Exactly. You got selfish people to do something
1: good? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. So. I mean, I think it's cool, too. I mean, go. you've seen, like, South Carolina, I guess it was last year. Mm-hmm. Made it in Missouri, I learned this year, where if you kill a bird – in the first 10 days, you can only get one in the first 10 days. That's the
2: South Carolina rule. In Missouri, yeah. it's the first week.
1: First week, okay. But, but there's some in, span, span of time where if you're just, yeah. you know, you get them and they're still bunched up, you you, you can't just, like, right. smoke your you turn shoot. Your,
2: you can't shoot all three of them in one day. You yeah. can't, Yeah, that kind of stuff. And and really, the way South Carolina changed their rules, coupled with how the Invitational plays out, was really a double whammy. Yeah. Because, because – Nobody had an—I don't think there were enough calendar days for folks to shoot their two birds going into the mm-hmm. Invitational, so everybody had to save one for the first 10 days. So if you killed one on the opener—if you're a South Carolina resident, you killed one on the opener. Well, they
1: also—they if they, they really could only kill one in the first two days, because if they killed it too soon, they wouldn't even be able to participate in the Invitational.
2: I'm not sure. I, that may be. I, I don't know. I thought it was yeah. one the first ten days, and then two and three could be six consecutive days after that. I think yeah. it was just ten days. But oh, my okay, point I'm is, my, well, my point is that in the past, yeah. most of those guys that come to the Invitational have incredible turkey ground. They would have killed their first two birds already, and yeah. been holding their third back. Yeah. Well, now because the way they've changed it, most of them had killed one, and were chomping at the bit, waiting on number two. The yeah. intentional. I mean, it, it creates a lot of spinoff good, and I think the the main point that I'm trying to make here is just that everybody makes an impact. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, when you chunk a, a rock into a you know slick gla- like glass piece of water, like it makes ripples. Yep. And and a ripples a ripple. I mean, it yep. it, it doesn't have to be a tsunami. You know, yep. but lots of ripples make bigger waves, and so w- we tend to forget that we make an impact, mm-hmm. and people that are listening to this, they can go do out and do the exact same thing that Scott's doing. It's yep. it's not impossible to create a 501c3. You don't have to have $100 million. I mean, you don't have to have a you Some know, huge I, endowment yeah. to get going. I mean, it, it can be just as simple as, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make an impact. And I think it's a mindset more yep. than it is. I think we tend to think, oh, this is just something rich people do or something along those lines. Sure. And so it automatically doesn't apply to me. Mm-hmm. And I guess what I'm trying to say is that this is – Scott's not some autonomously, you know, bazillionaire wealthy guy. I mean, yeah. he's just a regular, regular guy who decided to make this a priority. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's made it a priority and he's, and he's tried in his own way to make a small impact. And if a whole bunch of people make a small impact, that's just as much as if one guy makes a big impact. I mean, it's so totally, you got to do what you can. I mean, you know? also,
1: too, I mean, we've, we've posted about it and Mossy Oaks posted a lot about it and other people have too. The Mossy Oak Turkey Stamp. Yep. I don't know how many of those exact they have dip. left, but get them. Yeah, there's an unlimited
2: number I of those, two. actually. I bought two. I bought 45. Wow. Just say. 25. How
1: many did rolling Thunder buy?
2: Well, I am rolling Thunder. So okay, okay. Last time I checked, there's <laughs> – that's, but, no, I bought I bought 20 for myself. Okay. And I bought 25 for the company. And we're actually going to do a pretty cool initiative with that. Yeah, so I was going to ask you, you about yeah, that. you kind of teased into that. But we're going to do a limited run of pot calls. With those stamps on the soundboard, and I think that's going to be super special. And and, and what are we're we going to give all our money, all the money, right back to Mossy Oaks Endowment? And so, what's super cool about the Invitational and about what Mossy Oak is doing is both of these organizations, independent of one another, have decided that the research Chamberlain is doing is some of the best out there. Yep. So Chamberlain and I, I think the guy's name is uh, Marcus Lashley. Yep. I think I think is his name. He's another. Uh, Researcher, Isn't it I believe. University or, of Louisiana, or I think so. Louisiana State. I think so. Yeah, yeah. he's he's a Louisiana, Louisiana State. Guy, I'm talking something. like I'm
1: 85. Yeah. Louisiana <laughs> State University. <laughs>
2: yeah, no LSU. Um. Anyways, those guys are going to help Mossy Oak direct those funds. But, yeah. You know, I mean, so okay, you, you don't you don't know somebody to make a phone call and get a 501c3 set up, but you can buy a stamp. You know, and that's the totally. proceeds from that stamp are totally. going to support research. Yeah. So. You know, it's kind of like the. I just think about church and the Bible. You know, I mean, you had a bunch of rich folks standing there watching the the little widow woman walk down front, and she put a nickel in the in the yep. plate, and the widows might, yeah, the widows might, and that and the rich folks were making fun of her, and Jesus said, "No, nah, it's it's more about what you you know giving out of what you can, yep, than than actual that actual dollar amount, you know." And so totally, I, I mean, if you hear anything in this. Buy a stamp from Aussie Oak. Yep. Pay, send 20 bucks to the Game Bird Foundation. Yeah, do something. We'll you know, figure something's out better to, than
1: nothing. Exactly. No, I think that's really cool. And being able to I, – I, we've gone on about it, and I'll probably stop here. But the being able to give to somebody whose research you can see, yep. the transparency of cool. that is cool. And knowing that when you give money to the Low Country Game Bird Foundation or someone like that and it's going to Dr. Chamberlain, you get to you get those Turkey Tuesdays, yep. man. You are a part of that Turkey Tuesday. That's right. That's right. You made it. You helped make it happen. Yep. So that's they've been cool.
2: free for all these years. So if you have shared one and you thought, "Dang, that is super cool," that he's got gobbling data on yeah. roost trees. It's you know, like, so like have you listened like,
1: to those other podcasts where it's like, "Hey, if this sh- if this story is worth a buck," and you're like, <laughs> "Yeah, it really kind of is." And I've <laughs> done right. that. I've a hundred percent sent a dollar. <laughs> so if you think this podcast is worth a dollar, yep. Send, Send it, it to it. the Game Bird Foundation <laughs> or Malsy exactly. not to us.
2: We'd love for you to buy a turkey call from us, but <laughs> that's right. <laughs> this is about conservation. Totally. And it's, it's, it's the real deal, you know. And, and that's, I guess the last thing I'll just say about all this is we've interacted with a bunch of different brands and a bunch of different companies over the last 11 or 12 years. Mm. And, you know, some of them don't do anything about this. They don't use their platform to promote conservation or to promote the betterment of the resource. They just are a part of the industry. And that's not bad. They're just down the middle, and they don't take a stance either way. And some of them take a sort of a position, a stance that's negative for the resource. Mm. Don't want to call any names, but there are some brands out there, some companies out there that they post stuff that's edgy, the wrong direction. Yep. Under the guise of this is a joke, or this is a you know,
1: or this is just fun, right? Yeah, that entertainment. kind of stuff. Exactly, this yep. is for
2: entertainment. And then, and then I think about the brands like Mossy Oak, um, and and a few others, but Mossy Oak particularly, who have not only just paid lip service to conservation, but have lived it, yep. made it a part of their corporate business model and mission, yep. forced their people to live it. And then really put their money where their mouth is. I mean, it, it's a for-profit company that's selling something that, and all those monies are going to to research and yep. promote and, and encouraging others to do the same thing. And you know, and and I, I, you know, Scott's not a, a brand in the outdoor industry, but I mean, he's he he's like-minded to mm-hmm. us and to Mossy Oak, and so there's there's so much synergy there. I would just I, you know not to rabbit trellis here again into to the home jersey but this is the reason i wear mossy oak man i mean this is not just a it's not just a cool looking pattern it's not just the camo that pawpaw weared you know it's it's this this is part of who they are you know totally i mean this is this is who Toxie is this is who daniel and Neil are this is who everybody that works at mossy oak cares about this stuff and um that's the way the guys in the TFC thread are. That's yep. the way the guys that participate in the invitational are. And, you know, that's that's good stuff to surround yourself with those people. And then to try to emulate what you see in them, that's good. Yep. You know? And yep. I hope people who are listening will do the same thing. Yep. You know, this is not about giving anybody credit. It's about saying this is a good model you should –
1: you should emulate. You should emulate that totally, <laughs> totally. And as um, his dad says, neutrality is a myth. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Pick a side. And, yeah, know, take like, a contribute stand. To that's it. right. Yeah. that's exactly you right. Know? And if and and I do think as far as like conservation goes, if you're not making efforts to prove it, then, then you might well, be going backwards. Do do? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So if you want your kids to kill turkeys, yeah, or I grandkids. Mean, I mean, exactly. So, so,
2: anyways, here's to the wild turkey. Cheers to you, feller.
1: Man, <laughs> and. Leave it better than you found it. That's right. That's right. So, well, I think we'll leave it there. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Yeah. Catch you next time. We'll see you on the next one.